sad time of year. Sad, the sad feelings starting to roll through the body here uh, as we sit here and prepare to chat this afternoon. Hunt, hunting season's over. I mean, for the most part, unless you're conservation hunt, spring or uh, spring snow goose. Yeah, snow goose. Some late Canada seasons around the world, but for the most part, she gone. <laughs> uh, we we rounded out our year. Uh, couple late season coyote hunts we talked about one last week we went this last uh weekend we had and got our butts kicked had one great stand dog actually barked at us on the way in uh right before he he rolled up to about 60 yards and got smoked but then uh then eight more stands and nothing so pretty much gonna hang our hats up for predator hunting well it did it was 65 degrees by 11 o'clock so it wasn't the ideal day no but it's supposed to be Cold Four all degrees, week. Seven degrees, <laughs> yeah. Eight degrees the next three days during the work day and then warm back up during the weekend. That's, that's how it works, right? But we might have the opportunity to go one more spot. Or, yeah, or just, our friend. If it if it if that works out, that's a that's a for sure go. I remember what, a couple of years ago, season eight of Dead Dog or season seven of the last hunt when we went out on the March. and killed six. It was all the way into March. Well, I think if you let them get through the breeding. the breeding process, you know, right? And then Obviously, the males aren't laying around in a den, and the females still got to eat too. So, I mean, yeah, if, if we have a march opportunity, the males are still hunting. They're hunting and going back, all the and dropping time, yeah. off stuff yeah, to yeah. the den, but they're not. Yeah, uh, yeah. So we wait, save that for March instead of going to spring training because that's going to be canceled. Yeah, it sounds like we're hosed so on like that March deal. Tenth that weekend, we plan on going up there. We had a badass house rented, and Chad was lining up all the things that he lines up, and yeah, it sounds like. Going to be year number three we missed, right? Because the first year of COVID, Chad went, but ultimately never saw a game, flew home. Then obviously last year they didn't even have spring training, right? Or it was virtual only or something like that. And then I, we, I was just, I think I was just looking at pictures. We had just gone right before COVID, yeah. 2020. Yeah. So in March, 2020, I was yeah. thinking 19, but we had, we had COVID happened. No, 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 no. We never made it. It was 19. 19. Because Chad flew there, and, and right when he got off the plane, it was kind of like everything had been canceled, and I think he... That's right. He That's ended right. up just kind of hanging out for a day and then coming home. Yep. So three years of no spring training now. There it is right there, March 17th, 2019. A year, March 17th is a St. Patrick's yeah, Day, right? Saint, so that yeah. was almost to a year to win the World I remember changed. Chad was on the yeah. <laughs> plane on the way down there, and it yeah. got canceled. I called him right when he got off. I'm like, oh, yeah. He, That's right. Well, remember, he was, he was you know upset that nobody else was going and he and john flew all the way down there just to turn around and go back which i think all us smart guys knew that was coming um so yeah it kind of kind of hit the lull of the uh year but you know interestingly enough it brings up uh before you before you switch real quick i wanted to just hit my mind on our seven february coyotes that we killed one one female six males one and the one female was the pair there was a male female pair and oh yeah we killed, yeah, yeah. We killed uh, five straight males single males which I, we both you know we were talking that's pretty interesting yeah what, I, I, we were really expecting a lot of doubles kind of stuff you know, yeah but we got all the and it wasn't that they were juvenile males they were no, of all ones. ages a couple of really good mature dominant type of males and they were alone so i, I that was 
as far as recapping this last part of the season, I thought that was pretty interesting. And I haven't been able to go on any of them. Not what we <laughs> no. would have expected. You don't even know what a coyote looks like anymore. I, I, I guess it kind of makes sense, right, of what we we discussed off the air, that, you know, the males are still out picking up food and, and also yeah. maybe males that have – not been able to find a, a mate or have sure. lost the competition for a mate. So there's, I mean, they're still wandering around. They're still hunting. They're still looking for a, a partner or something like that. I guess it kind of makes sense. Makes, makes sense that, you know, not a lot of females, yeah. anyways, but just, you know, solo males. Yeah. In all through the month of February. Yeah. That's interesting. I never really thought about that until you just brought it up. Well, we, we talked just a little, I mean, we right, did, but right at the time we were, you know, I never, never really, put a whole lot of thought into it but it's it cool does, yeah when you start to think about it, it does yeah, the other the they have they were definitely breeding so the females were generally not responding i think we did the, the one female was a fairly young female yeah so that double that came yeah. and we figured they were both pretty pretty young so you're you're not you're not getting female activity but you're getting hungry males or males that are coming in to check out the territory i wonder uh i wonder what everybody else around the country feels about the late season because i we typically slow down right now right we we back it off and but i don't know if that's i think we would if would hunt more if that's all we did or if we were up north where it was still a little bit colder i mean like it it was not pleasant to be out there even at 65 especially when you're dressed for 27 degrees Mm -hmm. And then it gets to 65, you know, so, you know, you're sh- you're shedding everything or you're hot. And, I mean, I didn't bring a change of socks, you know, so, I mean, it's like your feet are hot the whole time because you had socks on that kept your feet warm for the first few stands. It's just a, it's a weird time of year to be hunting. We're talking right now two days after this most recent coyote hunt that was probably, you know, lows in the mid to upper 20s. We didn't get all that cold. No. So let's say mid twenties, and then got up into the sixty degree mid sixty degree range. Two days later, today's low was seventeen in certain spots of Reno area, so colder on the outskirts. And then our high was thirty. I was going to say it never warmed up today with a wind chill. It was like there was a wind chill. So two days later, mm-hmm. we had ideal temperatures. Yeah. So go figure. It was the same thing on with me. We went had the youth duck season what last saturday no two saturdays ago and it was like you're saying it was like 22 or something in the morning and went back out in the afternoon it was 67 degrees almost seven degrees yeah. in the afternoon it was terrible the mosquitoes start hatching off the water mosquitoes, everything even when it's it's crazy but all the kids got you know chase or you and fiona got their first ducks and chase shot a couple so it was good then Drove home from there and flew right to NWTF the next morning. Were they, uh, I never did hear what what kind of ducks, puddle ducks or divers? Chase shot a Drake Sprig and a Drake Greenwing Teal. Ewan shot a Drake Mallard and a Drake Greenwing Teal, and Fiona shot a hen Greenwing Teal. Did you already cook them up for them or? In the freezer. Any of them get mounted? That's what they're in the freezer. Ah, for. the they're, pintail for Ch- sure. Chase has never shot a Drake pintail. He shot a hen pintail. Was it a good before. one? Yeah, it was a real good one. Real colorful. Expensive or, day. Big tail. Long, feathers. Long sprig. Ewan's Drake greenwing tail was freaking gorgeous. You know, all, all late season birds are usually yeah. pretty. Yeah, that mallard I saw in the video looked pretty good too. Yeah. So yeah, 
Just get all of them mounted together, dude. <laughs> yeah, the conglomerate of them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was fun. But that was a long... I mean, the last week has been very long <laughs> Yeah, tiresome I, for me. We left Friday. You flew to... Well, yeah, flew out to Tennessee. But we left Friday uh, evening to go out to the Duck Club to get them to let them shoot before. And then... Saturday, obviously woke up early, went duck hunting, uh, and then stayed night drove, out there. Stayed Friday night, but then Saturday, oh, night, drove home Saturday. Drove home Saturday night because we, me and Nicole, had to fly to Tennessee Sunday. Uh, oh, you went down there a week ahead of time. Just couple it starts Wednesday. Oh, so we went there and we, you know, got there early. And we had to set up Tuesday, set the booth up and all that stuff. But, you know, every night you're out with friends and hanging out till you, first of all, it's two hours ahead. So you're staying out and two in the morning, four in the morning and hanging out with friends you hadn't seen for a year and partying and <laughs> getting, a week, right, getting, a week. getting right back up, right. you know, early. Going, and, to the, uh, going to the trade show all day, listening to yeah, duck uh, calls and shit go off all day. Turkey calls, duck turkey calls, calls, people. Goose calls and you're and you're blowing them too. You know you're, you're blowing the duck calls, you're oh, blowing yeah. the goose calls, you're blowing everything. So you're got headache from the night before. And <laughs> everybody's calling. Was there a lot of people at the show? Thursday was slow. It was a torrential downpour. There's not a lot of. I mean, there, it was busy because people wanted to get out because they you know it was canceled last year. Yeah. So people wanted to get back to it. So there was a fair amount, but definitely slow. Um, Friday was real busy, and Saturday was a zoo. I mean, absolute zoo. And we had our rubs, we had our cookbooks, we had uh, the calls, jargon calls, and we just came out with goose calls and turkey calls this year. That's what That brings up an interesting point we're late on. Jargon, game calls, bringing this podcast to you. Because and more specifically, their new line of turkey calls. Clay just spending a week at NWTF, he can speak about them. In depth, as he's probably given the sales pitch 48 times. Go ahead. <laughs> Sell well, me this turkey so, call. Well, <laughs> the two new products, we came out with some new products this year with Jargon Line. We, we came out with some new duck calls. The one um, the one being the Mega 4 duck call. What is yeah. the word Mega 4? What does that mean? Um, it's a transformer. <laughs> it is the, I'm pretty sure if I remember right, it's the name that you act upon something like he's make that you're acting as if you're something else saying something but it meaning something else hmm. so you're the jargon so you're you're talking like a duck but you are a human kind you're of an deal. imposter imposter um but then that could be an actual cool name right there imposter about imposter that's trademark and copyrighted by uh, Jargon. In case you're out there listening to it, you cannot use the imposter name. <laughs> yeah, Megan Ford. It's like you're comparing two unlike things. Like you're you're trying to talk like a duck, but you're human, so you're trying to compare your voices and their voice. And it's anyway. So that's the Megan Ford duck call. And then we came out with two goose calls, the crazy train and um, the wrecking ball. And those are actually uh, 
We had those names when rebirthed. We, we birthed right. from the banded call line two of ten great, years ago. Two of the great names out there, and, and great calls, man. And yeah. every, Happy we to sold see the heck back. out of those crazy. But the the reason, we brought, but they are a little bit different because we worked on the gut system and the bores a little bit. Uh, so a little bit different from when they were ten years ago, and their their hammer of calls. And then we also came out with. Um, Turkey calls, three of them, all diaphragm calls, uh, scratched calls, and all that stuff are coming soon. But the first three are diaphragm calls, and they're called the clone series. And the three calls are one is called the squabble, one is called the snooty, and one is called Annie Jones. And can you tell me why Annie Jones? I, first of all, I liked the clone. The clone is cool, right? I, clone, the, the, I can definitely tell you that's the, why. That's the overall series <laughs> names. Uh, yeah, you for sure can. You look just like her uh, or him. Uh, it, but Annie Jones. Was, they, them. That uh-huh. was the first bearded lady bearded in lady. the circus uh-huh. in like 1825 or something, whatever yeah. it was. So we, as you can imagine, in the turkey world, there's a bearded hen. And so we like to use the jargon, you know, names that mean something else and stuff so so what's the kind of the nuance dang of annie jones calls? had a beard on her oh she's she's a pretty lady isn't she look her up folks look up annie jones she's yeah, a, look at my eyebrows on that one too. Oh, <laughs> Show yeah. hormone issues. she got a she got a two head not a forehead <laughs> did you uh did you have the turkey calls for sale at nwtf we did, we did. and and the, there's uh Growing up, you know, out in Nevada, there's not a lot of turkey. So we didn't grow up turkey hunting. So I'm just getting into it, actually, the past couple of years. And it's it's based similar to coyotes, right? Right. You sit down, you call, they come running at you. Um, not on a predatory level, but on a mating level, right? So um, oh, they might be coming in to kick somebody's butt every once in a while. Well, not yeah. Predatory, but, that, but sure. Yeah, not yeah. predatory. They're coming in for mating reasons, kicking, kicking the other. Yeah. But anyway, so the, the three, there's different cuts. They're all triple- Reeded, but there it's you know plastic in there in the mylar, right? It's actually some type of plastic in there, and there's the a cut where those uh, there's like a little slit in that uh, piece of plastic that changes the pitches and stuff. So each one has, you know, you might have a a this a one little slit and a triangle. You might have a little. Uh, bird's cut it's called and then you have a you know a couple where they're put actually on the diaphragm itself changes it too so so basically different tones so you're that's that's what i was saying what are the nuances you're the three different calls so the the squabble is you're trying to be what no they're all hand calls so they're all hand you can you can you can dial hand versus yeah higher pitch lower pitch you can do a couple different things yeah pitch difference um and then you can you can actually um you can gobble. cut on them and gobble. Yeah, gobble, I was, gobble I was going to ask them. you which one's the easiest one to gobble with. I like uh, the blue one, which is Annie Jones, and uh, makes sense. The Annie Joneses can also gobble. <laughs> Look like a dude. Um, That's also a megaphone. God, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> is it mega four or foreign? Four. F O R E P H O R P H O R M E G A. So it's but a megaphone. P H. Or. So, anyway, I mean, they did good. A lot of people didn't know. They walked up to the booth and like, you guys are doing turkey calls? 
thought you were duck call company. We're like, well, our our name is Jargon Game Calls. It's not Jargon Duck Calls. But obviously, most people know us through right. the foul life, thinking that's all we have, which that's all we did have. But um, anyway, came out with those, and they were well-received. So if you're looking for some diaphragm calls, get on the website and, and order them up for this season. Um, but it was fun. But NWTF, if you've never gone... It's insane. It's absolutely, it's an unbelievable consumer show where the public can go in and buy stuff. Like, you can't do that at SHOT Show. It's not a consumer show where yeah. public can go in and buy stuff off the, sh- you know, out of the booth. You can't do that at SHOT Show. It's for buyers to come in and look at new stuff and talk meetings and this and that. Um, but th- this show... <laughs> is nuts and nashville is a fun town even though it's changing you know a lot more people there and things going on but the show is still pretty cool it's at the opryland gaylord opryland convention center right where uh the opry is the new location opry not the original and there's i don't know the numbers but there's I, i guess i could look it up hundreds of thousands of people that walk through there oh, yeah, in tons. three day, and it's only a three day deal you know when thursday friday saturday and sunday is still open but it's church day if you want to go have service with like starts at 10 or something like-minded folk at the opry you can go have church uh church service with everybody um in there but the show is only thursday friday saturday set up wednesday tear down saturday night or sunday morning sunday morning i think and but it's crazy, and we and we share the booth with a couple of our partners, Honey Break, and uh, who's calling me? No one, just a text. Um, but the cool thing about our booth is because of our connections um, through Leith Lofton, we have a lot of access to music groups, acts, uh, individuals, whoever, and hour on hour, we're bringing in people playing in our booth which attracts a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Right? So um, a lot of cool new people that um, never I want to bring them up, everybody that played for us in the booth. But then after that, you, so you go from, you know, 8, 30, 9 o'clock until 6 or 7 at night at the show, and then you're to dinner with friends or, or you know, whoever – sponsors potential sponsors old sponsors whatever it is then right down to freaking right down to downtown or over to national palace or scoreboard or whiskey bend or wherever it is and you go until two o'clock and you're back at the booth at 8 30 and you're okay so it's good it's an only (laughs) it's a three-day show but there's a lot of there's a lot of cool things that i did there speaking of that crack it open um so on on thursday we had Dylan Carmichael started out. Dylan Carmichael, he he's got uh, a cold, uh, a hot beer, hot beer. He has a song. He has a song called "Saw uh, and Logs." It, you heard it. His the line is, um, "This ain't good." I've got wood and she's sawing logs. She comes home and she's sleeping on the right, couch right. and he's all horned up. <laughs> he says, this, she's on the couch and this ain't good because I got wood and she's sawing logs. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but he's the got hot beer songs, pretty catchy too. Yes. Yeah, rather do anything other than, you know, yeah. I'd rather drink a hot beer. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we had Dylan Carmichael. Then we had a kid named Caleb King King come in. Then we had 
Corey Michael. Then we had Sweet Tea Trio. How'd Corey do? Don't don't pass over Corey. Corey did awesome. He pretty much played every day. If there wasn't a little, if there was a lull, sure, he would just step up and play. Corey, for the people who out there don't know, um, which you probably don't, and why <laughs> would you? Corey was working um, with a guy in Nashville as his kind of like not really road manager, but was helping him out film stuff, take pictures, do his merchandising on the road, um, you know, all this back end stuff. Um, and then he was going off tour right about the time we were starting filming and we needed another filmer this year. And so Ben was a mutual contact and he was like, well, my buddies need something. You want to go try it? And he's never filmed before. He never hunted before, never did anything. And he, and he just killed it. Just great worker. Great worker. Unbelievable dude from Odessa, Texas, but now lives in Nashville. Come to find out, he's a hell of a songwriter and singer. And good, I mean, right? So every time at Duck Camp, he was entertainment and <laughs> filming it's and doing it. funny. The first time I met him, you know, as far as coming in as a new cameraman, when I saw him and saw, you know, some tattoos on his arms and stuff, I'm like, that guy's a singer. Like, that's what the, that was my impression. I was like, <laughs> really? He's not a cameraman. That's it was it was kind of a weird thing. And I was right. And I had no idea. It was just the way he was dressed. He had the cowboy hat Skinny on. jeans and shit. Yeah, and he just, he looked more, I can't say a singer, but he looked like an entertainer. Mullet, like, mustache. He doesn't, he doesn't look like he's going to be a cameraman, you know, so. So he did well, though, huh? Played played at some, you guys got him some gigs at some bars, I saw. So I'll go to that in a second. So that was Sweet Tea Trio and Kylie Fry. Frey, Kylie Frey, sorry. Um and then the second day was Jake Blue, Corey Michael, Leith Lofton, Kyle Daniels, Adam Schwinn, and Garrett Biggs. Um, and then Jake Blue played again. And then Jared Hovis, Tanya Davis, Leith Lofton, Paul McDonald, Leah Blevins, Corey Michael. And then uh, that was Saturday was the big day. That was Saturday, big day. But, so, but every night we had things going on at the Palace. Adam Hood stopped by. Uh, Hayes Carl stopped by. Um, this guy who I'd never known before, and I'm going to introduce you to musically, Jay Edwards. Is he the big beard slide guitar oh, type guy? Not slide guitar. Well, but he, he has played a, it like a slide. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay slide. Edwards. Just Jay. No, not A-Y. Just the letter J. Edwards he music. A deep, yeah, deep voice. Oh, my God. He is good. Like, soulful, I don't know, bluesy. Another cold shoulder? Oh, my God. He's so good. Big old gray, dark. Let's hear gray. one second of it. No, play. I'm going to play. Is this this guy? Got a song called Duck Blind? That's, is that what you're playing? It's got that slide that. sound to it right there. This is, this is not the one I'm thinking of. You got a voice. There's a culture wall kind of deep voice. I don't want to sit there all so the, good. Wow, he sounds good. He's an awesome different lyrics. But he's you know? been writing songs in, for you know a long time in Nashville, and he has some albums out, and but uh, got some cuts. But he's incredible, and he came and played for us Saturday night at our big party at Whiskey Bent, and that was a hell of a night. Um, but like I said, every night you, 
Nashville is full of music people. You go to any bar on Broadway. You throw a rock, you hit a, a country and music Most of them are pretty damn good and talented, oh, yeah. right? And it's just a matter of somebody catching a break or, and knowing somebody to, to get noticed and make it. How often do you hit a pop star that's trying to be a country music Never. star? <laughs> I remember the, the first time I went to NWTF, we walked into Tootsie's the first night. Kid Rock was playing the piano on the second floor. Uh, we saw Stoney LaRue at Losers, and Losers stage is ground level. So there's just basically a barrier, like a plywood barrier between you and the musicians. Stoney LaRue was freaking playing right there. Um, and then I'm draw. Uh, it's not Chris Knight. Um, who he came to the booth? Chris Young. Is it Chris Young? There is a Chris. Chris Young. Chris Young. He, he was bartending at Losers. And it was like three weeks later, he was number one country music star. Like, it's, it's crazy. It's like you said. And then even like the random bars that you go to will have a badass band playing that you're like, why aren't these guys famous? And it's because, that was, I don't know. That break. That was the break. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Tuesday night, we were at the Palace. Wednesday night, we were at Palace and Scoreboard. Uh, Thursday night, the backs, we went, oh. Thursday night. Coolest place in Nashville we found. And it's Justin Timberlake's new club called the 1230 Club. And mm-hmm. oh my God. It's a dual level. Bottom level is kind of more honky tonkish like most of the bars on Broadway, but a little bit more high class. And the top stairs though is like five month wait to get in to dinner and, and upper echelon. I mean, crazy, really? crazy cool the food was amazing but jimmy john's uh it was waddell's party so his company bone collector jimmy john's and one more i can't remember the the hooray ranch guy eric eric something um put it on no no bar everything was free alcohol food and there was 400 people in there. It had to be $200,000 party, $300,000. Wow. Crazy. So we get up, there's three bands that play that night. And this, uh, they were all awesome. But the third one is an eighties rock cover band called the Velcro Pygmies played the part shirts off the long hair, poofy hair. I mean, the skin tight pants and unbelievable and good. So good. They go, have you ever seen steel Panther? Yeah. No, not in person, but I know who they are. Were they as good as them? Better? Maybe because it was live. Ooh. Just because I was there. And, a couple and tequilas because, in. <laughs> well, a couple tequilas. But they play two songs, and they start playing a Motley Crue song. Vince Neil up on stage. No way. Vince Neil plays five songs with them and sings and rocks. And everyone's just like... Wow. Goes crazy. Then... Uh, this is what pisses me off, and, and I yelled like a mother at him. Uh, Jimmy Fallon is there. Him and Timberlake are pretty tight, I guess. From from all that, set, you know, they do yeah. all those sketches. So together. he's there, yeah. and he gets up on stage, and he's a pretty musically in kind guy. Yeah. He can play and sing, and so he gets up on stage, and I'm just like, you hypocrites. So you're here with a bunch of redneck dudes hunting, gun, fishing, all this stuff, and you're up there you know, living the honky tonk life, but you're he such a hypocrite. He you're a blackface. You're a, and I, so I was, he was singing. 
I was, everyone's like kind of like, so there was a lot of people like me, like, screw you. And a lot of people were happy and, you know, kind of rocking to them. And I was yelling, you're a hypocrite. And there I was cussing, you know. Yeah. And I wanted, right when he got off stage, he like beelined it for back wherever he came from. And I wanted to get him like, oh, sorry, Mr. Fallon, I didn't recognize you without your blackface. So, <laughs> you know, I was just like, I get it, but I, I how many, how many let's go Brandon's while you were there? <laughs> I didn't say it. Well, no, that, did people, you hear it all around? All, all around people yeah. wearing shirts and hats yeah, yeah. walking around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't follow the tonight shows and all that stuff. He is the tonight show, right? That Jay Leno know. used to do, know. right? Mm-hmm. Right. So Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, and then him. And it's, but it took a while. Like he was, he was talented. I always liked his like yeah. Saturday Night Live types of super talented. And the, the for a long time, a lot of the Justin Timberlake stuff in the early days, he was just like Johnny Carson entertaining you. Yep. And something changed. Trump, because he was on there way before sixteen. So oh, yeah. Trump comes into office in sixteen, and that's when he morphed. Boom. And he had to because, I mean, can you blame him for being weak? But that's basically what it is. Like you have this multi-million dollar contract. And you need to start in, to integrate politics into it. He had Donald Trump on multiple, multiple times, times. Now that I think about it, for mess his hair up is that very yeah, famous? Yeah, he did the skit. whole mess in the hair. Talking a book. He used to do the mirror thing, yeah. doing Donald yeah. Trump and stuff, and it was great. And yeah. then once he became president, he had to kowtow to NBC, yeah. and he became lame as hell. Yep. Yeah, lame as hell. So I was there, and everyone was looking at me going, "Right on, speaking son." And I was like, "Man, I don't like that shit." I'm like. Do it one, you're at a hunting party. You're, you're at a hunting party. Quit being such a hypocrite, you know? So it is what it is there. But it was an unbelievable town. The food was unbelievable. The party that night. Then then Friday was back to the palace, and it was the gobbler get down with Nate Ho- Hosey and all his boys. Um, Andy Austin and the Bushlight Trio looked them up. Oh, my good night. Their harmonies are insane. And then Saturday was our big party at Whiskey Bent. And Jay Edwards played, Corey Michael played, uh, uh, Paul McDonald played, Leaf played, uh, Tyler Farr played. Uh, he was the headliner. Um, Garrett Biggs played. There was, it was an unbelievable party. Was the town busy? Yeah, very busy. I mean, could it, they, apparently now they shut down Broadway to traffic from 10 a.m. Friday night to, like, you can't get in. Kind of like how they do in Austin on 6th Street. Yeah, so... That was fun. Um, but the cool thing, the coolest thing for me is um, I've been writing music a lot. And the song that me and Leith wrote last turkey season, which I brought to him the idea even years before that hunting somewhere, I, a, a song called Handle It, which basically the idea behind the song is anybody that's going through anything good bad ugly whatever it is most people handle their situation with alcohol and a big bottle of whiskey is called a handle um and then so jack daniels with a handle of jack so um we went in and actually to a studio and recorded it because uh well-known artist not going to say it now just in case he doesn't <laughs> do anything with it but really likes it and and send it to his producer to see if they are going to cut it oh nice. actually so it's going to be pretty cool and then i think i know who that is yep yeah, um then 
we wrote another one Sunday night, which I another idea I brought to him three years ago in Canada when we were hunting, and that one is bar fishing. Basically, the idea of <laughs> being with somebody and then breaking up with them and then getting back back on the scene back on the, back on the scene and we just finished that and it's freaking i th- it might even be better than handle it are you I'm, moving to nashville it sounds I'm, like you're moving to nashville <laughs> so you want to zoom call these I podcasts might, i get one number one under my belt i'm moving she but gone here's the thing this is That's how willie nelson started bobby pinson i know we all know who that is but a lot of people who don't know who bobby pinson is Bobby Pinson is one, if not the top songwriter in the past 15, 20, I don't even know how long, years in Nashville. He's, he has like oh, it's crazy. 20 number done. ones, 30, I don't even remember how many number ones writing. Toby, Toby Keith. Keith and, yeah. I mean, crazy how many number ones songs and others, obviously, um, that he's written. And he's written a lot with Leith. Wingman, he wrote with Leith and a, a lot of others with Leith, and he was at the party Saturday night. He brought Leith. Goes, man, there are a lot of people in this room. I take a bullet for you. No more, you know, more other than this guy. He took a chance on me when I first moved to Nashville, kind of deal. And Bobby Pinson, we wrote this song, and, he, and Bobby Pinson got up on stage, and they sang Wingman together. Right after that, he's sitting, and and uh, obviously I'm front row dancing, you know, having a good time, and he looks down at me. He goes. Speaking of songwriters, I got a new guy in town that's written three and a half songs. And uh, (laughs) he's saying this one's going number one. And so he played it right there live and just killed it. And and Bobby came up to me and goes, I'm not trying to float your boat. Because, I mean, we're acquaintances I wouldn't say friend yeah we're friendly we're friends right but not I don't talk to him uh, a lot or don't call him ever um, he came up to me after Leith wrote and he goes uh, I'm not saying anything but the whole song is good but that second verse of that song is the best written verse in the last 10 years of a song that I've heard why don't you sing it how about I just play it and everybody can hear it this is uh, Leith playing it we, because we, like I said, we. That's, we, that's better. Let Leith sing it. Let Leith sing it. This is it. This is called Handle It. That's me playing the guitar. Well, it's been a little while since we got together and did a little something like this. Shooting a bull while chewing a fat feels good just to reminisce. There ain't nothing better than two old friends sitting around and catching up. Swapping stories and lies of old good times all the while trying to catch us a bus. Well, it ain't no problem at all picking up where we left off. We might cry a little, laugh a little, pick a little, get fiddle, might even pick a little fight. But with a fist full of jack, we can handle all that. Crossing the road without getting hit Knowing we're gonna be hurting tomorrow But we ain't scared of getting bit Well, life ain't long, so why not go on Even if it looks like rain If it pours, it pours If it don't, we do It's going down on 
That's what a, a guitar is a lot of times called a good fiddle. Good fill? F-I-L. Fiddle. 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 Like a violin. Fiddle. 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 Never heard that before. Really? I've heard of a fiddle before, but never heard of a good fiddle. A good fiddle is a guitar. Oh, it is? Yeah. What are you guys from the 1920s? What? I was born in Reno, Nevada. That's how we talk out here. That's never happened out here. So, anyway, I had a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. Not us. We're here working. No. (laughs) Uh, But now we're back, and now it's getting ready for turkey season. Baseball, kids baseball, kids golf, kids basketball, kids. Kids kids, kids uh, can go play their own thing. You don't have to worry about that no more. (laughs) Kids, everything, and uh, fishing, turkey season. That's what I'm excited for. The lull. The lull for here a couple of weeks, but well, we we Not were going month. to go to spring training, but it's being canceled most now likely, at least delayed. We'll be turkey hunting, I guess. One month from now, hopefully get one more coyote hunting trip in. I think that's reasonable. One more coyote hunt in March, turkeys in April, then fishing. Yeah. Summertime, you get plenty of stuff to do. Yeah. None of it's very fun. <laughs> yeah, none. We, we'd we come back from that uh, coyote hunt a couple of days ago in Pyramid Lake. Uh, Ladders galore. Ha- oh, my God. Slammed. Unreal. Trying to catch the cutthroat trout. Dude, so many people. It's amazing how much people come from all around the world. That's oh, yeah. one of the best world, fisheries worldwide. World renowned. Yeah. It's crazy that not more has been done out there but well i know what the answer to that <laughs> well, i think we all do <laughs> uh look at that Waylon. i got my puppy Waylon back from is he back for good yeah he was gone a year he was is he pretty with, good he's awesome brad errington mossy pond retrievers that was cool i the i had a car trans a dog transport driving from georgia to here and i said i will pay you an a hundred dollars extra to get him here friday midday because i'm leaving with on the kids friday night why car transport not plane? They're not flying dogs anymore unless they're like, they, they like stop doing the, because so many of them are dying. So it's very hard to fly them now unless you fly with them. Really? Like a, like a seeing dog or, you know, or a service, service dog. dog. So somebody <laughs> just drove him here? 
it's a big business. There's gotta be now. Big business. So yeah, I, he left Georgia and got got to me on the eleventh. I think that's what it was. Um, what kind of dog is he? How he's old a is yellow he? puppy, yellow puppy lab. He's four years old. January twenty second. He just turned. Dog's already four years old. Yeah, they're four. Oh my god. And uh, but he's he's awesome. I mean, obviously, it was the kids were. Where's Waylon coming back? When's Waylon? I'm like never. I don't. I don't know when. I, you know, I haven't heard from Brad. He nope. must not be. Nope. He must not be doing that good. And, you know, needing extra time. But anyway, so I surprised him. He was in the back of the truck, and didn't know. And I said, "They're like, who? What dog are we using?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, we got Duff, you know, which is his brother. Um, but we got Duff, so we'll have a dog." And then when we were practicing Friday night, shooting disc clay targets. After they got done, I brought them out, and I was like, "Come here!" And they're like, "Oh my god!" They could ever tell right away that it was Waylon. You said, "How old is he?" Four. He's four. He he went back when he was. Three. He's a little scarred up on the face there, huh? They must have had some. Got in some issues scru- with some, some dogs back some there. Some scuffles over there in Georgia. Yeah. Them good He's fiddlers. Such a sweet pup. He loves me. I will be. You want to blouse? I All right. Well, it sounds like old uh, Waylon's got to hit the head, and uh, <laughs> yeah. probably a couple of us hosts do too. So we'll wrap her up right there, man. We hope you guys have a good lull slash off season. Look forward to turkey hunting, yeah. fishing. Check out them jargon game calls. And if you get a chance, go to NWTF na- next year. It's fun, man. If you're into hunt, I know a lot of people go to those shows. And this is a good one. Like he said, you can you can buy stuff and you can demo stuff. And and I, I thought you were going here, but it, and it's a it's NWTF National Wild Turkey Federation, but it has everything. It's not just turkey calls. Oh yeah, no, turkey, ton of whitetail stuff. Yeah, everything. everything. You, Predator there, hunting, there mojos a, usually. Everybody's there. Mojo there. There's, there's a there's a Africa group right by us. There's, I mean, you can do anything there. Yeah. So yep. it's not just it's turkey a great show in a great, great town. Yep. We'll catch y'all next time. See ya, folks.